What a weird week, year-end special for December 31st, 2021. What a weird year. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Welcome back to What a Weird Week, the countdown of weird stories from the news. If you go to shownotes.page, the new website is shownotes.page. You can get show notes and podcast links. This is our Weird Year in Review special, some of the stories that made 2021 weird. This is episode 3.15. Here we go. 10. Number 10 story, the uh, hail that looked like donuts that fell in Madison, Wisconsin. Donut-shaped hail. Well, tiny donuts. I mean... Did anybody else just have the song Pull Me Closer Tiny Donuts in pop into their brains? It, was, it wasn't just me, right? The uh, tiny donuts were an inch across and they were hail. They weren't delicious. That's disappointing. Also, uh, no, I guess that's about it. Everything else checks out if you, you were like, that's hail, baby. Madison, Wisconsin had uh, hail that looked like small donuts. Nine. Kind of jealous. There was terrible weather throughout 2021. So, I mean, if we highlight the donuts, more donuts. More donuts this year, hey? Nine. Number nine is the weird UFO report. In June of uh, 2021, the the calendar year that was 2021, you guys, uh, in June, the United States government put out a report on UAPs, which we used to call UFOs. All the UFO researchers said, oh, that report won't amount to much. And that was pretty much the case. Not a lot of answers anyway, just more questions. One UFO uh, was officially classified as a weather balloon in that report, which, you know, still a reference, weather balloon. But that was one case. Most of the cases that they looked into in this report went into the we don't know what the heck it was category. Could be something, but we don't know. So the government acknowledged there's something. But what is the something? Not sure. Eight. Number eight, police break up exorcism at Pennsylvania Home Depot. That was the headline this year in the summer of 2021. The story came out about a Home Depot in Pennsylvania where something happened in the lumber aisle. The police were called because of a disturbance. It got reported as an exorcism. It was not officially sanctioned by Home Depot or the Catholic Church. The people involved later said that they were doing it for the trees that gave their life to become lumber. So the writer of the article is Steve Maroney or Maroney. He didn't lean too much into, um, you know, hey, everybody's crazy. You know what I mean? Like maybe um, he could have just been like, here's another crazy one. But he just reported it straightforward. I love that. Barely touched on the insane price of lumber angle as well. In the summer of 2021, lumber was through the roof. Just a nice straightforward story. And again, an excellent headline right to the point. Police break up exorcism at Pennsylvania Home Depot. Seven. Number seven is Cupcake Day Ruined, or it may have been muffins. I'm going to play a bit of the clip. If you go to the show notes, shownotes.page, you will, there will be swears in the uh, actual video that went viral, so just heads up about that. Perhaps you remember this. Good morning. This video got shared a lot. The guy who comes out of his house with the cupcakes or muffins, I want to I want to say maybe muffins. I don't have the enhance button on my computer, so I'm just going to say it was a, a big container full of muffins. 
travel coffee mug. He's obviously going to the office bringing in cupcakes or muffins. And then a bobcat jumps on his wife's back. And the fella grabs the bobcat and throws it across the yard. Then draws his his sidearm because he's in a state where you can, you know, you that's that's allowed. That's the law. His right to to have a gun in case of bobcat attack. And, and it happened, you guys. That story came out in the spring. The bobcat ruins muffin day. Six. Number six is a three-way tie. Bernie's mittens, Trump Twitter ban, and Macron egged. There have been some weird stories involving politicians this year. I try to stay right out of the politics because there are experts on that case already. Um, I will, though, as an amalgam of uh, the weird political scene of 2021, uh, these three stories I will cover for you as best as I can. I'm not a political expert. And maybe there were a couple other weird political stories that happened in 2021. Do you think, you guys? Maybe I missed one. Let me know in the comments. So Bernie Sanders wore knitted mittens to President Biden's inauguration. Did I say it right? Inauguration. Inauguration. The the mittens were large. They were unique. They were made with love. And people started photoshopping his mitten picture onto Google Maps locations everywhere. Remember? That happened in January. So this is a good reminder that if you ever don't understand a meme and everybody's sharing these memes and you're seeing these memes all over and all your friends are like, look, I, I did it. Look, this is Bernie Sanders in my house. If you ever don't find a meme funny or don't understand it, just wait. Because did you remember that meme until we brought it up? Did you remember that happened? I had forgotten all about it. Just wait. Memes aren't the boss of you. Just wait them out. Unless, of course, you love the meme, in which case, let's bring it back, baby. Uh, the other, so the three-way tie, the middle one is Donald Trump got banned from Twitter after the U.S. Capitol riots. The violence and the political fighting from early 2021 was a serious story for the serious media. But getting kicked off of Twitter while you're still president, that story has earned a spot in our top ten. That's a, uh, You don't hear that one every day. Then there was the thing where someone egged the president of France. This happened in the summer of 2021. President Macron, uh, he got slapped by someone early in the summer, out for a walk, you know, talking to folks. He gets slapped in the face. And then late summer, early fall, he gets egged by somebody at a food expo. I mean, (laughs) how did the, what's going on with this fellow's security? Luckily, the egg bounced off. Or, I mean, if you if you were like, I wanted to see a good a good egg, and uh, the egg bounced off his shoulder. It didn't crack open. I think it's still officially an egging, though, uh, when it bounces off the shoulder. But if you have a different opinion on egging, if you're an egging expert, oh, Lord, I said egging a lot, didn't I? Let's move. Five. On. <laughs> Let's move on, I meant to say. Let's move. <laughs> My wife was like, what? <laughs> Nothing. The real estate market is hot. Five. Let's move. Number five is the giant ship gets stuck in Suez Canal in March. One of the largest container ships in the world. The Ever Given is an enormous container ship. It gets stuck in the Suez Canal. It's like a quarter mile long, give or take. For a week, there was a ship traffic jam, which contributed to supply chain problems and supply demand issues. And maybe... Maybe you felt as recently as this holiday season. 
Because it wasn't just that ships were getting backed up behind the Ever Given, waiting for the all clear. I mean, that definitely an issue. But then, once the Ever Given got loose, the Egyptian government impounded it until they could be paid hundreds of millions in damages. And that took a while. They finally came to an agreement in July. So may have contributed to shortages. Now, I have a link if you want to check the show notes and check fact check me on this because the experts are like, well, it may have contributed to this. Also, probably did this. And it might have also done that. So may have contributed to shortages in semiconductors. The rise in oil prices and a shortage in garden gnomes, which is, that's, you don't hear that one every day, so that made the weird list. Hey. Four. Number four, the Jamaican sprinter who took a cab and won gold. Remember the Olympics, you guys? They were the 2020 Olympics, but they happened in 2021, you guys. Remember that? Man, what a weird year. So in August at the Tokyo Games, runner Hansel Parchment of Jamaica, I hope I got the name right. I thought if I said it fast, it would be a tribute to his, the sprinter who runs fast. And also, maybe I, it wouldn't seem as weird when I mispronounce it. Anyway, runner from Jamaica ended up at the wrong venue for his race. Imagine that. I bet every Olympian has had that nightmare. You wake up in a cold sweat and you're like, wrong venue. Phew, it was just a dream. But in this case, it wasn't a dream. It was Hansel's uh, real life waking moment that he ended up at the wrong venue. So they dropped him off. The bus drops him off at the aquatic event center. A volunteer gave him money for a taxi because he wouldn't have time to take another bus. It was too late because the buses, the way they work, they go to a hub and then there are all these volunteers around and they're like, sorry, this car is booked for some dignitary and this car, no, that you would have had to book this Olympic car two weeks ago. A lot of Red tape for this fellow who just wanted to get to his event. A volunteer gave him taxi money. He got in a cab. He got to the track on time. And he won gold, you guys. 110 hurdles, gold. Then he went back to the volunteer, back to the wrong venue, found that volunteer to say thank you. His story is better because he went back. I mean, when you're writing your own story this year, go back and say thank you. It makes for a better ending. If nothing else, I mean, gratitude, wonderful, but also it makes for a better ending, you guys. Three. There's a couple of vaccine stories tied for third place. If you're like, no vaccine talk, Scott, none, zero for me, please. Fast forward 60 seconds. So I'll put my cards on the table right now. I am happily vaccinated, but I hate talking about vaccines because some people get really, on both sides of this, people get really angry. Like it goes from zero to 60. So having said that, if you're fully vaccinated or you are vaccine hesitant, I hope you avoid getting sick. Either whatever, wherever you are on this, please uh, be healthy. Uh, and everyone close to you, I hope everyone uh, remains healthy, even your enemies. I don't want your enemies to get sick either. I want them to fall and poop for you because that's hilarious, humiliating. I mean, that's what your enemies deserve, right? All right, here we go. Uh, the first story in our tie is the nurse in Germany who had been giving pretend vaccines, allegedly, I think I have to say allegedly, giving pretend vaccines to people who thought they were getting real vaccines. Like 8,600 people who had gone to the vaccine clinic in Germany ended up getting saline solution instead of actual medicine because uh, allegedly this nurse is against vaccines but still wanted to keep their job. So gave people needles, 
but it just wasn't the vaccine in there. Pretty sneaky. And then there was the story of the guy in Italy who got charged after he wore a fake arm to the vaccine clinic. He didn't want to get the vaccine, but he did want his vaccine passport because you, you know, sweet, sweet freedom with your vaccine passport or whatever. I don't know if they call it that in Italy, but you know what I mean. He was looking for the Hannah Montana of solutions here, which, you know, the best of both worlds. Hannah Montana, it's a it's a television program. Anyway, he was looking for not vaccine, but yes, vaccine passport. So he wore a realistic rubber arm and tried to get that injected with the vaccine, he got charged with fraud. Two. Number two is all the rich people who went to space. That's all. One. No, all right, I'll get into it a little bit. The rich people who went to space. This is a story that, and there's nothing wrong, I always sound jaded when I talk about it. There's nothing wrong with uh, going to space, wanting to go to space. There's nothing wrong with being rich. It used to be you had to be an astronaut to go to space. Or a James Bond villain. Now, if you can afford it, you can buy a ticket and go to space. Ain't nothing wrong with that, I guess. I mean, you, I mean I'll let the uh, the smart people argue whether that's good or bad for people. But it's that uh, afterwards, when the rich people got back from space, they got a lot of media coverage. And it was all like very positive and uh, exciting and uh, interviews and uh, your own TV special. It would be like if you went down to the bus depot in your town and you bought a ticket that took you just on the outskirts of your town. You're not going far, but you, you had enough money to buy a ticket and you took a round trip uh, bus venture just on the outskirts of your town and then came back again. And when you got off the bus, after you return to the depot, there are reporters there wanting to interview you and give you your own TV special. And you're like, I just, I bought a ticket and uh, someone else drove me to the outskirts of town and, and back again. And the reporters are like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and tell us about it. You're great. This is amazing. And you're like, you know, I, I didn't drive the bus, right? I am not the bus driver. I, I was in seat 23D. And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're great. Do you want a TV special? That's kind of how I took it. I realize that sounds pretty jaded in that, but I don't know. I, I'm not sure about it all. And also, let's not get into the shapes of the rocket ships. Some of them were weird, you guys. One. Shouldn't. I'm shape shaming now. I shouldn't do that to rocket ships. Sorry, rocket ships. Here's the number one deal. All of the weird food publicity stunts of the past year. I feel, I don't want to toot my own horn on this one, the whole production team here behind the scenes, but I feel like we are a podcast uh, that is a rarity in that we don't make fun so much of the weird food publicity stunts, the big brand publicity stunts. I'm always saying, all oh, those PR people, they have to work so hard to get attention. It's not easy in this day and age, short attention span. It is getting plentiful out there where the PR people are doing crazy, zany things to get attention. Kraft Pink Mac and Cheese. Remember that? That was for Valentine's Day. Candy-flavored mac and cheese, or here in Canada, we call it Kraft Dinner. Mmm, -mm, gross. Uh, hot dog-flavored candy canes. So this is the candy, made from candy. This is candy-flavored like hot dogs. Not hot dogs shaped like candy canes. Although, hello, you guys, next year... I don't know if you'd have to redesign the whole bun and everything, but I would eat that. I would eat a hot dog shaped like a candy cane. 
Very festive. Arby's French Fry Vodka. That wasn't that long ago. They made vodka out of Arby's fries. Hidden Valley Ranch Nog was a thing this past year. Eggnog, but Hidden Valley Ranch dressing in there. Mm-mm. Grey Poupon Mustard Wine. I'd post a photo of that, but just imagine a bottle of white wine that may or may not be really gross. You don't need a photo. You've got that picture in your mind already, don't you? It's not a red. The uh, mustard wine, the Grey Poupon wine, is not a red, not even a rosé. So now you can picture that. Oh, hey. Hey, there's the extra music. Because I'm coming back to record the extra. Kind of forgot, got called away, and now you know this episode had edits. And you're thinking, wait, did it? Because it sounded pretty rough, Scott. <laughs> yes, it had at least one edit. Please like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Oh, dislike, but still subscribe. Hate and subscribe. Are we fading this part? I hope that we are. I sound like a combination of Rick Astley and Michael McDonald.